Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. All right, let's get started. It's that time. Topics worthy of discussion. The panel program for Pizzaville. Dial pound 3636. Joining us in-house, Mike Van Solen, principal at Navigator. How's Michael? I'm great. Great day for talk radio. Sure as heck is. Kelly Harris is with us, principal of Harris Public Affairs. He's also a columnist for Queens Park Briefing and the Niagara Independent. How's Kelly? I'm fantastic, John. Good to have you on board. And joining us first time, Carmen Wong, the founder of KPW Communications and former senior advisor to Premier Dalton McGinn as well as being a TV journalist. Carmen, good to have you on board. I appreciate you coming in. Thank you very much. By the way, I'm going to ask you first off, because uh, we had Premier Ford on earlier today, big story brewing out of Hamilton, where uh, the LRT that was proposed there, and you might even remember during your tenure at the legislature with uh, Dalton McGiddy, uh, or maybe it was Kathleen Wynne at the time, but the government promised a billion dollars for an LRT downtown from uh, Eastgate Square, right out to McMaster University, about eight kilometers, uh, and they have fixed the price of $1 billion to it. And it turns out today, Caroline Mulroney was there, the transportation minister. Uh, she had to change the venue because there was so much outrage. The mayor's going sideways there. Eisenberger suggesting there's a betrayal because the government now says the cost has ballooned to $5.5 billion. And uh, it's astronomical and untenable. And so uh, when I asked the Premier about it earlier this afternoon on this program, uh, here's what he had to say to that. I can't blame it on anyone. I I blame it on the previous government. That's it. He's placing it at the feet of the Liberal (laughs) government. I just thought, uh, nice baptism by fire. Welcome to the show. Now let me ask you to defend uh, the previous Liberal government. And so, well, my real question is, though, pulling the plug on this, uh, is that a responsible or irresponsible decision? As I say, there's betrayal on the one hand, La Una, the union, whose head Joe Mancinelli was saying, you know, they were expecting, anticipating all kinds of jobs and so on. And so, uh, Doug Ford says, you know, we can't justify this. How do you see it? Well, on the one hand, I think this really speaks to when people say they want the conservatives to really be more fiscally responsible. This speaks to that. So they're trying to cut back on things that really they think are over budget. And I think that speaks to, to it'll appeal to some people. But on the other hand, I don't know a transit project that has come in on time or on budget. Um, what strikes me about this is that there was no sort of compromise, like no way to, was there a solution in between? Maybe it's not, in, you know, light rail all the way. Maybe it was halfway. There was no attempt at a solution. So we're seeing from some, um, some of the other parties, some of the other uh, critics of this, that maybe it was more politically expedient to cancel a project in Hamilton than it would be in any other area. All right, uh, so they're playing the regional card. Now, that hadn't gone unnoticed because it had been suggested this is Andrea Horvath territory. She was there and bemoaning the fact, likewise, that, you know, the plug was pulled and, uh, again, all of the rhetoric about mm-hmm. betrayal and so on and so forth. But Mike Van Solen, you know, if we were to accept the $5.5 billion, that's quite a delta between $1 billion that was promised initially to the $5.5 billion. Irresponsible to pull a plug or no? No, really responsible. And look, we're at we're at a situation where 
Yes, transit project projects often go uh, over time and over budget, but we haven't even started building this yet. There's not even a shovel in the ground, and we're already at $5.5 billion from the original $1 billion projected. So, look, I think the Ford government would have loved nothing more than to build this project, to have an opportunity to uh, you know curry some favor with the, the people of Hamilton and that area. It would, uh, would do a lot uh, for that community, no doubt. But at that price tag, you just couldn't justify it. Not when you're trying to bring uh, the finances of the province back under control. We know the budgets are, uh, they're working really hard, but the deficit's, you know, well over $10 billion, and it's been a struggle to bring it down. So you have to make these tough choices. Um, but I feel bad for the people of Hamilton. Of course, we would love to have that transit infrastructure put in place. But the, the good news, I suppose, is the Ford government did say they'd keep that $1 billion that was committed uh, to make sure and set up a task force to figure out how best to deploy those and that's a lot of money, uh, and I think it could make a real difference in the in the in Hamilton. But Kelly, how do you see it? I mean, is this uh, an economic decision, as Mike Van Solen suggests, or do you think it's political in large measure? I mean, it's Andrea Horvat territory, uh, or you know, some kind of a combination of the two. Well, I think it's a combination of the two, and I think the uh, target might not actually be Andrea Horvath. Let's not forget that the former transportation minister is now leading, everybody assumes it's going to be the next leader of the Ontario Liberal Party. So if this is Stephen how, Del Duca. So if this is how he did math as transportation minister, are we going to be headed down the road to, you know, billion-dollar power plants being canceled, but they're only $100 million bucks, according to the government, and $5.5 billion LRT projects that are billed out at a billion dollars, E-health, all the other things that we saw. The reason why the Liberal Party of Ontario was reduced to seven seats in the last election. So I, I think that, yeah, there is some political uh, games being played here, but it was the right decision because I, I've actually been a part of a government that did transit pro projects on time and on budget. We did them as P3s, like the Canada line out in British Columbia from the airport to downtown Vancouver. Pretty good job that we did that. I don't know why we can't do the same thing in Ontario. Well, let me ask you about that, because Joe Mancinelli, again, heads Lyuna, and they stood to uh, gain a lot of employment through this and so on and so forth. Uh, he wondered aloud why it is that the plug was pulled, whereas uh, there are three consortiums now who are bidding for the work. And he said, uh, if you believe in the private market, uh, then the market would decide what the cost would come in at with competing bids. So to arrive at the $5.5 figure might have been wild conjecture. Is he wrong, Mike? Well, um, I think he's right that there would have been a competition, uh, and, and that's great that we have a free market and people would bid for that work. Uh, there's a small group of people who could build that type of transit project. I think the challenge is managing the expectations of a community. If you had continued to go down the path to the point where you're now accepting bids and doing all that work, there would be another year down the road, uh, another year where we're not getting on with the work that can realistically be done. When your own uh, team is telling you the projections are already at $5.5 billion, without even getting to tender, without even getting a shovel in the ground, like where was this thing going to end up? And of course... The Ford government wants employment, wants wants to put infrastructure in place uh, to, to support communities like Hamilton. But when the numbers get that eye-watering, they had to make a tough decision. Well, in addition to looking at previous governments, I also think they should take a hard look at Metrolinx because Metrolinx is this body um, who is responsible. They're supposed to be arm's length from the government, responsible for managing and coordinating all these major projects within the province. So if I heard the mayor right from Hamilton today, he said as recently as five days ago, he had a meeting with the Minister of Transportation where this wasn't even a question. So where is the government's planning agency on all of this and why, why didn't they know sooner? Why do we still have Metrolinx? 
What was the question? Good question. Like, well, what's the point? They, they were put in place with a very specific job to do, which is to roll up these, these agencies and to create one sort of super uh, agency. They operate Go. Uh, beyond that, I'm not quite sure. Um, of course, they don't tip their hand in a meeting five days beforehand. Like, the government has to keep a lid on this type of communication. Well, and this had uh, come up earlier in our discussion as well, why it took 18 months from the time that the government came into being to uh, announce that this was wildly overrun as a cost, uh, could they not have seen this sooner, that the billion dollars wasn't going to make it? And so, you know, to suddenly arrive at, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what the machinations are behind the scenes, who crunches the numbers and at what point, but Kelly, you were going to say. Well, I was going to say that uh, they did, actually, because they froze any spending on the project. So they took office, they were still spending on the project, they froze spending on the project to get a better grasp of everything. And then they unfroze the spending to buy the property, but it's property. I mean, this, these comments from uh, Andrew Horvath saying they're wasting money, and it's you're buying property, you're not wasting money. That can be sold. They, they, they have value in the money that they've spent is what I'm saying. But it, it, it seems to me that they took office and immediately somebody put up a red flag, which says to me those red flags were there. Before the election in June of 2018. All right. What you're alluding to is, I guess, 90% of the properties had been expropriated, purchased for this project by Metrolinx. Yes. And now it's gone. So uh, what do they do? Unload those properties? Well, why not? I mean, Hamilton's a burgeoning area. I mean, I worked out there for quite a long time. Um, and uh, there's 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 a great... There, there's, there are people... We need more residential space in the GTHA and uh, so you could probably sell those properties to people who want to build that residential space, and that might actually be a better use for it, and maybe just get some double-sized double, deck, double uh, size buses and uh, figure out a way to deal with it, with existing uh, money that we have without really spending $5.5 billion. Well, and also sometimes the problem with reversing course on decisions that are been made, work has been done, like we see with the green, green energy, canceling that, there's a cost to it. So, um, you know... Those properties, but there's also a financial cost that you you have to end up paying for making a decision like this. Yeah, they had they had staff and uh, who are already working on this. So so this is some lost money, and I and and the government has made its decision to sort of cut its losses, I suppose. Uh, still offered to give the city of Hamilton a billion dollars to improve transit. It's not a good day, and I I'm sure the Ford government doesn't relish uh, having to take this step. But you know this is where we find ourselves, and, and, and you know we have a lot of debt as a province, and. Uh, we can't have everything that we want. Just as an aside, you know, to Carmen's point about uh, the green energy projects that have been cancelled, because I asked the Premier about that, and he said, well, uh, on net, uh, we're coming out ahead, because while the cost right now is stated as $231 million, and I challenged him, saying it could potentially balloon and uh, double, quadruple, who knows, but he said, still in all, uh, the money we would save long-term means we net out to the benefit in getting rid of it, which he called, by the way, a sham, uh, or a scam, I guess. Uh, I mean, his math is that we'd come out ahead by canceling these projects. You agree or disagree? Well, look, the, at, at a certain point, the Green Energy Act wasn't doing what it was supposed to be doing. At the very beginning, when it was set up in place, there might have been the need, more of a need for the energy that those projects would be producing. So, um, yeah, I think, you know... It's a good idea not to continue a program that doesn't make sense anymore, but to cancel contracts with 
people that are already in place that are longstanding isn't really good for business. It's not good to say, well, just because a government changes, we can all of a sudden uh, nix a contract that has been in place with with, with a company. I, I don't I don't think that sends a, a proper message. Well, yeah, and M- Mancinelli echoed that sentiment as well again because he was perturbed by the whole other issue to do with the cancellation of the LRT. By the way, uh, let me just add as a final word, because Kelly, you brought up Del Duca and that there may be some political machinations. He's weighed in on this saying, if elected leader of the Ontario Liberal Party and ultimately Premier, I will invest in expanding in public transit in every corner of the province, and I will work collaboratively with our municipal partners to make sure that we deliver transit service that works both locally and regionally. That sounds like a nearly $6 billion commitment to uh, transportation in Hamilton that he was only uh, promising a billion dollars a year and a half ago. So he's he's grown. His budget's already grown <laughs> as leader. I was just going to say, but I mean, uh, and which position is he coming from where he can state this with all due credibility? I mean, he still has to run to be the leader of the party, and he's a putative guy, I guess, who's... Uh, in front with our panel, Carmen Wong, Mike Van Sol, and Kelly Harrison. A moment on the Oakley Show. Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.